What's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangout. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit, and joining me every week is Mr. Pedro. What's going on, everybody? I'm Pedro's Creative Tech here at Adafruit, and every week we come to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is a show where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational wearable projects. I'm wearing oh. it. I'll show <laughs> it in a little bit here. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Let's kick it off with uh, the Discord chat room. We're hanging out in the Discord chat room in the live broadcast chat. So if you want to hang out with us, say what's up. You can do so by heading over to the invite link. It's adafru.it slash discord. Or discord.gg yep. slash adafruit. Right up there in the purple tag. So Shout we're hanging out. Outs to everybody in the chats. We're over on the YouTube chat. Good morning, Daniel Pearson. Over on the Discord Blitz City DIY. Hey. Jeff E. and DeWester. We're over on the Facebook chats as well. Good morning, everybody there. And over on Twitch. Facebook is Thank working. you all for joining us this morning. Excellent. Yeah, so real quick, we'll run through kind of what we were going to do today. Uh, we were going to do the show for about a half an hour. And we set up a blog post so that folks know that we're going to do, we were going to do a mini show and tell for about a half an hour, around 11.30 to 12 p.m. Eastern time. But unfortunately, we have some issues with Gmail right now. So we're not able to get our StreamYard invite code, login code, so. But if it comes in during the show, we will kick that off. Yeah. So definitely stay tuned for that. Yeah, we're like up to the minute um, looking whether we're gonna do this or not. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I guess we're just gonna kick it off with your Housekeeping stuff. What if, would usually be a coupon code right. would, is now the uh, link. If you are uh, interested in ordering any PPE materials, want to email COVID19 at Adafruit.com. We'll get those orders shipped out or any custom components you are making for yeah, electronic There is more stuff coming in the shop. Uh, just now we saw we got some personal protection and isolation gowns. We got a four pack of those coming soon. Some contactless infrared thermometers child size disposable masks and some urban hats with vinyl face shields look at that we're we like also filling have up the oximeter or what is stuff. it how do you pronounce that ox where the oh this thing yeah oximeters the ox oximeter full socks and then thermal camera Sounds imagers cooler. yeah and logistics and engineering services so definitely check those out yeah excellent uh, if you are looking to get some parts um, that are Adafruit, uh, you can head up our, uh, our awesome partner, DigiKey. We have a store here, and you can get parts from DigiKey. I myself actually got this week's um, temperature sensor from DigiKey. Um, they ship pretty quick as well, so you can search through their catalog. They carry a lot of different stuff, too, so check them out. Um, they actually ship it a lot quicker than they mention. Yeah. Yeah, you can choose your... Uh, your carrier of choice. Um, but yeah, you can just search through Adafruit stuff. Okay. Um. <laughs> hey, hey, to additional people in the chats, Robert Pearson, Charles Berniforward, and Don Kay. Thank you all for joining. Cool. <laughs> so this week we have a learn guide that is a collab project with Brent Rubel who works uh, on the Adafruit I.O. team. And I'm trying to pull up the learn guide. Where did it go? Here it is. 
Yeah, so this week's learn guide is a temperature monitor that you can wear on your armpit. Mm -hmm. It goes on your arm. <laughs> yeah, so Brent uh, was looking for some thermometers and there was none available. He was like, hey, I could just build one. Right. So using a couple of Adafruit parts. Yeah, so this is using the Blue Fruit NRF52840. It's like our favorite Bluetooth board right now. It runs CircuitPython, but it also runs Arduino. Um, and it uses the Blue Fruit Connect app to connect via MQTT um, to publish your temperature to your Adafruit IO account so you can create a dashboard like this one. This is my real temperature. I, I'm wearing the thing right now. It's right here. Um, so there it is. It uses a, uh, an MPC um, 9808 temperature sensor and uh, it's logging my temperature every five minutes. Um, since it, it's under my armpit, um, it takes like about five minutes uh, to, or 12 minutes to calibrate and then for every five minutes it'll publish it to Adafruit.io. Well, you can change that in the code. You can easily adjust it, uh, the intervals, and um, you can set up triggers. If your temperature gets too high or low, you can set that up as well. I don't think I set mine up, but uh, the guide will walk you through how to do that. So uh, I have two of these little blocks here. I'm using the gauge just kind of give me a visual of what my current temperature is or at least the last time it was logged. And then this guy right here is the line chart, and that'll kind of show you my temperature over time. And yeah, it went up and then down. Yeah, so we can change this to like one hour or four hours or two hours um, in here. So you can update your line chart. Or you can go to the feeds and see like direct um, data points when they were added, yeah. There you go. If you want to see how accurate it is, you can look through the, I guess, the data sheet or the product page to see exactly how accurate it is. Um, yeah. So it looks like it'll work for eight hours on a full charge. We're using the 400 milliamp LiPo battery, um, which you can recharge over USB. So that's how it works. It's a pretty simple circuit. Um, I guess I'll take it off now so that folks can see it. I could chat about the case. So it's 3D printed. And I'm using flexible filament to create the armband. I'm kind of happy how this works. So here's the 3D printed case. It snap fits. Um, some cool features, right? So this is our favorite like way to make a reset, um, or at least to be able to access the reset button on the board itself. Um, so you can click on that. I'm not going <laughs> to click on that because I'll kill the code right now. Uh, and then you can see the LED through here. Uh, which is the connectivity of the, of the Bluefruit. Um, so it snap fits. Uh, we got these two tabs here for slots. So if you don't want to 3D print your armband, you can use some other stuff like an armband that's made out of Velcro or something more comfortable that's made out of some different material. Yeah, elastic band should be able to fit through there. Yep, you got a hole here. You got access to your micro USB port. On the back here, we had to break out uh, a little slide switch. So the slide switch just press fits. There's no screws or anything like that. So just is held in place with some friction. I'm trying to get my, there we go, Whoop. right there. There you go. Um, yeah, so I have this little slot here. There's a little opening there so that the wire can come out here. This is a ribbon cable, the silicone um, covered stuff. And this is pretty cool. So the band here houses the sensor right there. So there's a little cover that can come off that just slides on. And that has a little hole there that gives a, it gives an opening for the actual IC. That's the temperature sensor itself right there. So that's supposed to be pressed up against your skin. 
And then um, the way it's secured is with these like nubs, <laughs> these like little printed nubs. Um, yeah, shout out to the FlashForge um, little inventor printer that we have. It prints out NinjaFlex fairly well. It's a direct drive uh, machine. Um, but yeah, that just literally squeezes into those mounting holes and stays there. Another cool thing is like this channel here is just like two walls that are at a 45 degree angle. So it's cool, it's like when you bend it this way, it kind of keeps the wire, um, because of the geometry, it like pinches it inward, which is good because it's not falling out. And then if you go this way, it pinches it the same way, uh, the opposite way, so, but it still doesn't come out. And if you just want to take it out, you just, uh, I guess, pinch it this way and that kind of reveals the, the, the ribbon cable. And I really like this ribbon cable. It's silicone, and well, NinjaFlex is also grippy, so it does a good job of, of, uh, of staying gripped with it. I gotta mention, this is the NinjaFlex 90, or 85A, so it right. has a less, uh, it's like an elastomer. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's stretchy as well, but it's also grippy. If you're doing Ninja, uh, like Cheetah NinjaFlex TPU. Which is the 95A. Yeah, that's 95A. That is uh, less stretchy, less elastic, and less grippy, but it would print faster and probably better quality. There's not much overhangs here. Um, you should be able to print this this channel because um, it's at a 45 degree, so it kind of catches itself. As long as you have really uh, good cooling on your extruder, that right. should print really well with those little nubs on there. Yeah, and we also have a learn guide on how to print. There's at least some tips on how to print NinjaFlex, which I'll share with you guys in a minute. But uh, yeah, that's the NinjaFlex strap. Um, it fits on a 150 millimeter wide bed. Diagonally. Diagonally, correct. And then um, I created this little loop strap. Um, that way you can add some tension to it. And this just kind of squeeze, squeeze presses through the little slot here on the tab, the rigid PLA. This is printed in PLA, these two pieces here. Uh, so that's how your NinjaFlex is able to uh, kind of stay in there. You really have to kind of squeeze it in there. Well, you're still on um, the subject of Ninja Flex, sure. uh, James, in the uh, YouTube chat is asking, is it dishwasher safe? The chemical properties of the Ninja Flex, they list, they have a data sheet on there, and one of the things they tout is the chemical resistance on it. So yeah, uh, you being can able to wash it. Douse it in uh, uh, alcohol to mm -hmm. disinfect it. You definitely, I definitely do want to disinfect it. It's been hanging out in my armpit, so I, it's got a little bit of funk, I'm sure. He says minus the electronics, of course. Right. And there and have been some tests. Out, right? yeah. There were some tests that uh, uh, forget who the YouTuber was that uh, did with PLA. That's right, uh, CNC Kitchen, Stefan. Yes. And uh, they turned out pretty, actually PLA, I think, fared the best with right. uh, doing a bunch strength. of yeah. uh, alcohol like dippings. Strength. Yeah, we so, shared it on the blog too. So it should be good with uh, disinfecting and cleaning it. Yep. Super easy to take it apart. These are all the NinjaFlex pieces. Um, so you can print them all in one go or print them at one at a time, which I suggest. I, I use blue tape uh, for this. Um, if you're using PEI sheets, you want to be careful because it tends to fuse pretty well to PEI sheets. Um, does it work OK with glass? I think it does, right? Uh, with glass, it should, yeah. yeah. And uh, maybe print it without any infill. That's another good thing. That'll make it a lot more flexible, yeah. yes. So the main things when you're printing NinjaFlex, print it slow. So we're looking at 30 millimeters a second. 
printing it a little bit hotter. We're talking like 230 to 240C. Mm -hmm. 240C on, you know, if you really want to, some good flow. In about 30 millimeters a second mm -hmm. for the speed. Yeah. And uh, Jeff uh, just posted the link to uh, IPA soaking 3D prints in the Excellent. Discord. Yeah. So you can check that out. Very interesting video on a bunch of comparisons on materials and disinfecting them. Right. So it, it disconnected. So that's why this is uh, blinking now. So uh, the way to connect to it is with the Bluefruit Connect app. It shows up here as, uh, as the Bluefruit 52. You can change the advertising name in the code if you want. So I'm going to connect to it. And then uh, we're using UART, the UART module. That way it connects to uh, MQ, uh, MQTT. Mm -hmm. So you'll want to add your credentials in here, um, your, uh, your UART, RX, and TX publish feed and your server. I would scroll down, but it would show my, my API key. I don't want to do that. So, And then right here, it displays um, the actual temperature reading in your UR. And then you can have this in the background and shut your phone off. Hopefully, it stays connected. Um, so it's connected now. While you're on the subject of that, uh, McKinley uh, on the YouTube chat is asking, how long does the battery last? And I think Eight Brent, hours, yeah. Yes. So the first test were about to, six hours, and then right, he was he able optimized to do some the code. optimizations and got it down to or up to eight hours. So you can not theoretically be able to sleep with it on. Yep, that's the goal. You definitely want to be still and not moving around when you are taking your temperature. But this was for demo purposes. So yeah, so that all that's in here is the the, the Bluefruit NRF2A40, the slide switch. I really like the slide switch holder. Um, it's a great way to hold your slide switch and still have access to the on-off switch, um, the little actuator. Uh, this battery here, this seems like there's a little bit more room in here for a bigger battery. I haven't tested any other batteries. I was just made a little bit bigger, wider, so that uh, you know you have ample room for cables and stuff. So that's just hanging out in there. You could probably talk it down, but I haven't talked it down. Um, yeah, I got these two tabs here on the side that keep the PCB held in there. And then these little knobs here uh, keep it in there so it, it won't move out or in. And if you want to take it out, you can just kind of um, squeeze it slightly so that this comes out like that. And then um, there you go. There's the two little knobs here. Um, yeah. And they have these little knobs there that keep the PCB in there. And this comes out like that. So there is the circuit. And here are the parts. I just took it apart. Cool. So there you go. There's all the parts. Yeah, I really like this reset button, right? Like, uh, it's got that little nub here that kind of protrudes out. And then you can flex it just slightly by pressing on it. So that's really, really helpful. I'm going to start doing that for all my cases where it makes sense. So there's the circuit. i got to put it back together. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we can walk through the guide really quick. And I recommend walking through it if you really want to build your own. It's a good uh, Adafruit I.O. project. Circuit Dynamics pretty quick. It's using I2C to connect to the sensor. We've got a nice library um, as well that's in CircuitPython and Arduino. For 3D printing, I walk through a little bit of uh, the case assembly, um, the parts that you need to print that are need to be in flexible material, whether it's Interflex or just TPU. Uh, and then a link here to the GitHub part. So if you're working on a project and, and you want to 3D model some parts for the components, we got a lot of them on GitHub. So you can check it out. Got a link here. I'm adding them 
uh, weekly. I'm like adding new parts weekly to them, and folks can contribute as well uh, via a uh, pull request. Um, or you could uh, use the issues tab to submit some parts that you would like 3D modeled. Excellent. The assembly walks you through um, putting it together in the case. So I just kind of walk you through that. Pretty straightforward. The IO setup, the Adafruit IO setup walks you through creating your feed. You want to create your RX feed. Um, and then you can create your dashboard uh, using the blocks like the line chart and the gauge. Pretty simple. Um, but this walks you through all the different things. Here, when you're setting up your gauge, you can set up low warning values or your high warning values. So that's how you're able to kind of make these minimum and maximum values for uh, your temperature. You can set up triggers as well using if this then that or Zapier. So you can say um, if the uh, if this feed RX is greater than or equal to the you know a, a certain value, this one 102, then email me. So you can do that. So uh, Brent Rubel put this together um, in Arduino. So we have an Arduino sketch. It's on GitHub. You can check it out. You can do a pull request if you want to add to it. And it's uh, using the NR52A40 board profiler and some a handful of libraries. We got a specific library for the temperature sensor, which is the MCP9808. And in the code, it's nicely commented, so you can change out um, you know, what's a fever temperature. Right now, it's at 104 degrees. You can change it whether you want Celsius or Fahrenheit just by uncommenting the code. And I think that uses um, the NeoPixel. Um, it's doing something with the NeoPixel. Maybe it's just the built-in NeoPixel, yeah, from it looks like it. Um, but yeah, if you want to use a different board, um, maybe like the, the BLE add-on board, with a different feather, um, you could adjust the, the pinouts if you'd like. And then the usage page will walk you through uh, using the Bluefruit LE Connect app. Um, I, I gave you a quick demo of how to use the UART um, thing, but here it walks you through exactly all the things that you need to type in uh, to your uh, UART, uh, to your MQ, MQTT um, fields so you can start publishing to your Adafruit IO feed. Yeah. Nice work, Brent. This is really cool. Uh, he's always making the most awesome projects and very well documented every step by step. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's my temperature? It's still probably trying to calibrate. Yeah. Mm. It takes like about 12 minutes. So since mm -hmm. I'm not wearing it, it's not gonna, not gonna return it. It's gonna return like 75 degrees because. Uh, that's the temperature inside here. And from the guy, we're going to remind people that this is not a medical device. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not waterproof or uh -huh. water resistant. We're not liable we if could... this kills you or <laughs> something like that. Well, although we could design some gaskets around the edges oh, to, to make it a little bit more watertight. And this project is not designed uh, for use with children. Yeah, pretty good for a prototype, though. Mm -hmm. Or for monitoring the temperature of any other things. Like, uh, I think mm. Lamar was saying somebody was growing good, mushrooms yeah. using these sensors. And you can monitor temperature of like plants or something like that. So yeah. lots of different use cases. You can modify the case, uh, the boards. I think the the blue fruit scents will fit in there as well. So you yeah, any of the those. feathers will fit in there. Yeah. So super yeah. cool project in theme with the current events. <laughs> yeah, you want to take your temperature mm -hmm. or track it. Cool. And there's some other uh, products on the market too that we were inspired by. 
I think temp, temp drop was one of the main ones we were looking at. Yeah, and then one of the ones that I use on my four month old, the Owlet sock as well. It actually doesn't uh, take your temperature. It just, oh, that's right. Just, it, it, it only does, does the oxygen level. Oxygen that's right. Levels, that's right. right. So. The basic design yeah. of how the, um, how the sensor is a little bit away from the board itself. Yep, just four wired connections. That's mm -hmm. nice. Floppy, floppy wire. Sweet. So going through the comments here. Hello. Some people uh, playing with the itsy bitsy distance monitor, accelerometers, and servos. They love how tiny all the boards are. Yeah. Yeah. It's our favorite designing tiny little boards, <laughs> which segues us into what are we prototyping? What are you prototyping? Here's Pedro's screen. So I start off with this. This is an excellent oh, yeah. design that we saw on Thingiverse for the micro bit. It's a really cool little case. I like how thin and slim it is. Has access to uh, the pads on there via these little holes. So you can actually stick uh, like little headers in there and have access to those. Or you can just take this little guy off and uh, with these little holes on the bottom there, you can connect your alligator clips. Like so, so you have that space there. And I was like, wow, this is a really good design. Um, we redesigned this so we could fit our clue board. So same sort of uh, design elements here. You have the JST Expose, you have the Stemma Expose, the uh, USB, and the way that it holds onto the bezel of the monitor, or the display here, I really like the way that is. And then same sort of access here to the pads. I didn't add the holes on there to add um, like headers so you can uh, connect those but I'll probably add that on there. It's like the uh, second iteration of this guy. So this pops out like that. And you have access to all of your pads on there. Yay. Yeah, that's cool. So this is uh, designed to be used uh, without a battery in there. Although uh, test fitting it, I realized that you can actually sort of uh, add one of the, I think like the 100 milliamp hour batteries are thin enough to add on there. Although it will cover up your microphone and your humidity sensor on the back there and it'll uh, go right in this area but if you're using this plug into the wall or uh, you're just routing the battery somewhere else it's an excellent little slim case that is a lot more slimmer than the original wearable ones that we released uh, when the clue first came out so uh, release this after i uh, finish up a couple more fittings but uh, you can have the alligator clips on there I'll probably end up adding the little holes on there so you can attach like headers on there to have access to each one of these pins. And, like, cool little awesome design there. And of course we're using the built-in reset button that uh, uh, inspired by the Prusa printers on the front there. They have a little reset button that looks very similar to this. Yeah. So you can click on that to reset, go into bootloader. And uh, yeah, we have the community and the uh, microphone exposed there. And nice. again, I really like how this holds the display in place and the way that this is, of course, all snap fit. It comes out like that. And one of the original uh, reasons why I designed the wearable case uh, the way I did was because I was trying to avoid how thick this uh, bezel around the, mm. the, the display was, but it's not too bad. You did have to use like a, I think it's like a 5% infill, just so I could try to get as much translucency as I could on the material. It's because I like the look of that. 
and uh, yeah, uh, we'll release this like in a week or so. That snaps in like that. Nice little case for a plug-in clue case. Very cool. Sweet. Just assembled my case. Putting the strap together, I keep forgetting the right way. That's why I did a learn guide on how does <laughs> the strap really is a little bit of a how does it go again? Oh yeah, that's right. It threads in through the other loop. So there you go. Looking at the chats here, uh, Jeff is saying uh, this does away with the glue on bezel. Yes, that is one of the that is uh, so good nice. thing about this right. one too. Uh, yeah, it, it oh. definitely annoyed me having to align the bezel around the display. I misaligned it a couple times. I had to mm -hmm. throw away the print because mm -hmm. of that. Uh, this definitely eliminates that need. And it also acts sort of like a jig since some of the um, clue boards that came off the assembly line, the uh, display wasn't properly aligned Maybe uh, it as melted. well as we wanted. It yeah, it was a little bit. Slid while yeah, it was a little bit over closer to the uh, B button here, mm -hmm. and you had to like sort of uh, lift that off and push it over. Um, so this definitely helps to align it a lot better like that. And uh, since Jeff's on the team, he has access to the design files if you want to print these out and get these out. Pretty much had a good point for people to test these. All right. Oh, one little thing I forgot to mention, these little nubs that uh, push into the top part of the case there. All right, Pedro, looks like we held got... Together. Uh, we got show and tell. This looks like it's going to happen. Oh, okay. We just got a word from PT that the email is sending. Sweet. All right. So Letter I think we're going to close down code. the show and start um, the show and tell. All right. So cool. if you'd like to join us with the show and tell, we are going to drop the invite link in the chat room, and then we'll figure out how to do um, mics. Yes. Yeah, so just because <laughs> it is a 3D printing show, uh, doesn't mean that you have to show and tell any 3D right. pro uh, projects, but it could be anything, your cat, your dog, um, your workspace. Definitely want to see in-progress projects, so definitely bring those on. We'll be dropping the link. I think Should you have it, it yeah. right now. All right, well, that's going to be it for the show. Don't forget, we have the full show and tell tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time. It's going to be the full hour. This is just a test that we're doing, so that'll be fun. Yeah. And then Ask an Engineer will, will start uh, right after at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Don't forget, John Park is tomorrow, every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Working on and some really cool MIDI uh, BLE stuff. Yeah. In collaboration with Scott. And don't forget to pick up a gift certificate or subscribe to Adabox, because this is how we're able to stay open during this crisis. So. Definitely help out or go ahead and jump over to um, uh, DigiKey yeah. where a bunch of our components are stocked. Get hot, head on over there to DigiKey.com. We thank them for their support. Yeah. Well, we'll see you guys soon. We hope to see you on the show and tell. We're going to start it in like three minutes. So until then. See you on the other side. See you on the other side. Bye-bye.